0: Hi, this is Chris Beyer and Jim Martin, and you're listening to one of the first 10 episodes of the new Bait and Switch podcast. In the podcast, we interview newsmakers, innovators, pundits, and celebrities someday. But for now, we'll mainly be talking to our friends.
1: You have been afforded this opportunity to get involved with a podcast at the ground level. This must be very exciting for you. A new episode will be released on the 1st, 11th, 21st, and 31st of the month.
0: Also, we want to apologize in advance for that part you thought wasn't funny. Let me assure you that there was a part we cut out that was even more inappropriate.
1: Way worse, way worse.
0: So you're welcome.
1: We understand that in today's entertainment landscape, you have many choices. We also understand that up until now, many of the choices you have made have been foolish. i didn't even call them stupid. Yeah. Well, hey, that's water under the bridge. Things are looking up
0: for you, because now we bring you the soon-to-be-acclaimed Bait and and Switch Podcast. Podcast.
1: Bonjour, bienvenue to the Bait and Switch Podcast, a new venture from the collective efforts of myself, Chris Beyer, and my good friend, Jim Martin. Join us now as we interview our friend, Scott Saveco. In this, the first half of our interview, we discuss topics as diverse as Scott's time in Afghanistan to how each of us felt when we were in love for the first time. There's no possible way I survived. Almost immediately, I felt like somebody stabbed a fork in my eye. Uh, not a fork, it felt like a, a glass shard had just gotten in my eye.
2: It makes you sick, you, you throw up, and you just cough uncontrollably until they let you out.
1: Ground yourself. The conversation is about to get electrifying. Welcome back, friends, to the Bait and Switch podcast. We have another guest here. Our guest tonight is Scott Saveco. Say hi, Scott. Hello. Oh, <laughs> hey. loud, Scott. Hey, okay. We told Scott to speak up. <laughs> maybe that me. was a little too much. <laughs> Scott is yet another friend of ours, yet another friend of mine and Jim's. My goal some days is to get somebody down here that we don't know. Yeah, so
0: that we're not friends with. Maybe, exactly. maybe an enemy. Yes, perhaps uh, would, an enemy. Yeah, right, right. Scott
1: will do for now. Scott
2: is a uh, veteran. That's right. Right, You were in Afghanistan or Iraq? I was in Afghanistan back in uh, 2003 through 2004. Okay, so we can talk a
1: little bit about that later. But one thing I did on one of our other shows, I like to call it the bait-and-switch timeline. So I like to kind of throw in a little bit of a current event thing in the news. Maybe you guys saw about the, uh, in Charlottesville, the Nazi thing, right? Tell tell the audience what happened, because they might be listening to this two months from now.
0: Well, there was a big uh, neo-Nazi, well, it was a, a, what do they call themselves, white nationalist. Apparently, they were going to have a rally, because a judge had said, that they have to remove a statue of Robert E. Lee. And so these guys were going to go down there and sort of protest this oh, okay. and have a rally there. Well, of course, then that bring... Anti- Counter-protesters. Anti-rallyers, right? right. Counter-protesters came. And uh, and so then it turned into, of course, a big mess. And what, what I also heard, the police were just going to let them kind of like figure it out for themselves. Right. So, so they let them like co-mingle and all this. And of course, you know, all these fights broke out and then the cops had to come in. But the biggest thing that happened was one of these, um it was, I don't know if this, Supreme, anyway, white supremacist. One, one of the guys took his car and rammed it into a, a group of
2: anti-protesters
0: and uh ended up killing one woman and injuring, uh, I think, 20
2: people or something. Yeah, I was just watching a little bit. Did you see that, Scott? I've seen it, yeah. I'm aware of what happened. Uh, it has some kind of a souped up car and he yeah. ran into people. Several, one person was killed. Several, yeah. many people were injured. Yeah. Along with this, a helicopter crash. Police were on the route to the city. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, you so know, there was, oh, that's they, right. They yeah, were related. I, I heard
1: that police were killed. I didn't know there was a helicopter. It crash. was a helicopter crash. Okay. Okay. So okay. they were
2: there you know, on monitoring okay. the situation from the air. The helicopter crashed. So there was a lot okay. of. Uh, okay. Okay. So but my, my
1: twist on this, my take yeah. on this is maybe these white supremacists are getting mad that they're being called neo Nazis. Because maybe they're old school Nazis. Mm-hmm. Right. They, Why are you calling
0: us Neil? Yeah. yeah, We're not, we're not new. Yeah, <laughs> we're, not we're not new at all.
1: We got old ideas. Right, bad right, ideas, right. but they're old. Right, right, right. I mean, it's we're... like classic Coke and then new Coke, right? <laughs> right, right. And new Coke, nobody bought it, right? Yeah. So they want to go back to classic.
0: I can understand. Exactly. I mean, they, they have the same Hitler, Heil Hitler right. Uh, uh, salute. Right. You know, that hasn't changed. Well. Why are you calling yeah. us Neil? Yeah. Maybe
1: that's it. Yeah, maybe they want to be known as the throwbacks. Right. <laughs> right. Retro. Retro. Retro Nazis. Yeah. Yes. yeah I mean, that? what's old is new again, yeah. or what, how's that phrase? Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: What yeah. goes around comes around. Exactly. Something, like Something on Some those lines.
1: <laughs> well, but yeah, maybe, this, maybe that's their problem. Do you guys... <laughs> Does anybody here know a neo-Nazi, or... <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh... I don't name I, names. I, I, I don't. No, no
2: one in my inner circle is. That, so, you know I mean? I don't. Uh, inner circle. I think that kind of sounds. Couple, couple of guys, like, you know, you hang out with. Are there, there guys, you, you know, that there.
1: like to wear, like, brown shirts a lot? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? The brown shirts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean.
0: I'll, I'll say this. I, I know some people who are pretty racist. Yeah. I don't know that they would be. Neo-Nazis or KKK a couple of clansmen, but no Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, mean, right. I mean, I mean, know the, what you're saying. They, you they, they wear the hood, but it's not the pointed yeah. one. It's got like kind of a flat top on it. Oh, you know, clans it's different different people Different the dragon <laughs> yeah. of the Klux yeah. Klan, you know, <laughs> he's
2: over for barbecuing here. Yeah, and there, yeah. But I don't it, but, you know these, you the guy with the, the shaved head. I don't, I don't know. Really yeah, I don't know that, that. guy. Yeah, with the tattoos on his That's too far, but I do have a couple of wearing yeah, people.
1: You know, they talk about how Hitler ruined that mustache, right? Oh yeah! Nobody can have that mustache. Also, that name—the name, yeah. the the name Adolf—I Adolf, yeah. uh, was
2: considering that, but the, the historical <laughs> the, yeah, historic, bad blood. said, right. "Let's not you yeah, know, let's, go there." That's what, what I is day, is yeah.
1: the, are the skinheads ruining the the skinhead? Can you shave your head and have it not be political?
0: I, I think I think so. <laughs> I, think, I, I do know some, some people who shave
1: their head. Yeah.
0: So that yeah, I believe, I, I hope that's different because I those are. People that I wouldn't expect mm-hmm. to be neo Nazis. I, I but
1: can't. I can't shave my head. I got a bunch of weird moles that are starting to show through. <laughs> I got a scar. No, I got bumps. I got. It's really. It's yeah. It's not. It's, it's, not it's a bad scene. Yeah.
0: You know when I uh, I was also in the military, but mm-hmm. uh, when, when I went to basic training, I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. when they shaved your head, they yelled at you. They said, "You better tell us about any scars you got back there, because if you get caught, if you're bleeding, you're in big trouble." I mean, it's
1: more, it really? harsher words than that. Basically, yeah, you, you know. shaved
2: right down to the skin. Yeah, so you, you come really in there were, as a yeah. high school kid with a with parted hair, right, and it goes and right <laughs> down to the scalp.
1: that? You went through basic. Or... I did
2: went through enlisted basic training. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the military is a weird thing. Now there's officers and then there's enlisted. Jim and I were both enlisted, so right, when you right. go there, you have to go through enlisted basic, where it's the worst part of the military. I've, no, right. I you know, right. you
1: guys were both in the military. I'm I'm not familiar with this. From what I understand, there's two groups: there's the officers and the gentlemen, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. A, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. I've got nowhere
1: else to go. <laughs> I get And then they talk about privates. Is that appropriate to be talking about privates? I there, mean, there were no privates in the air yeah. force. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: were also. That's there true. were also no semen. No That's seamen. another
1: thing. There's seamen and privates. Uh, in the Army this, and navy. This right. might be tricky. Do they shave the privates? They did. Uh, They shave the privates. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind of what's going on today, right now. And so the military style has gone into everybody's style, right right. right? right. That's right. They
2: shave the private The inspection part, I don't appreciate. Really. No, right, right. Yeah. yeah the drill they inspect the they, privates. Well, they look down surgeons, there and they're, right. they're yeah. making sure that all is in shape. place. Hi, they call it a high and tight. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So if you're not right. high and tight, high you know, and Do tight. they? Well, do they? If you've got
1: a scar in your scrotum, you better tell me now. Are they doing that? Hey. I don't know if we can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I think
2: it's against Army policy, right? Yeah, Overall, right. Yeah. Now, you guys are both done in the service, right? Are yes. you done? I, yeah. yeah, I was in the Army for 20 years. Ten years of it were enlisted, mm-hmm. where I was a private. Right. And then ten years of it where I was officer, where I was. I started as a lieutenant, and then you move your way up from there.
1: Well, let me ask you both this question. Overall, was your military experience a positive, neutral, or negative in your life? Positive, certainly. Positive. Yeah, you know? I, would,
0: I would say it was a positive. I, now I can say that. I think when, when yeah. I was when I was in there, I wanted out. It was stupid because it was sounds I, like a
1: relationship. It, it <laughs> was, yeah, but
0: I, you don't know what you got until right, it's gone. Right, right. But but it, I or mean, win or out. Uh, the the problem was I was I literally went in like. Three we two weeks after my 18th birthday, hmm. and so all my friends were off to college and this and that, and I get sent over to Germany, which I, at the time I thought like this is the worst possible thing that can happen. I want to be around home, I want to be around my friends. Like I didn't really understand what I was getting
1: <laughs> doing. Yeah, you no know? when you when you, just, you join the uh, when pretty... you join the army, everybody expects you to still hang out with the buddies. Home. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just come back home. <laughs> it's it's all like all a nine buddies. to five thing, and you <laughs> come back makes, home every night. Nice thing yeah. you know. Did you, know, you ask the sergeant, am I going to get home for dinner? Is right, that, right. You know,
0: well, exactly. My yeah, mom's yeah, waiting for me. Yeah, right, very right. low key. I, yeah, there's no,
1: there's yeah, there's oh, no right, right. discipline there. <laughs> no, no, no. They so anyway, you, you, you went there thinking, this is terrible. And then what happened?
0: Right. Well, I was in Germany, and uh, I did eventually gain some perspective, uh, luckily. but um, And I realized that, you know what? None of those guys are really hanging out together. They're all at different colleges. and it doesn't really, I'm not missing anything, is the point. Right. And here I am in freaking Europe. Which is cool.
1: It was, really, yeah, you get a, it was you, great. Yeah, you get to experience that. Yeah, you yeah. were in Germany, and uh, did you get off base much? Or you're... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, once, okay, so this is, this is a, a secret, a secret okay. of the military. Sure. Once you get onto your permanent base, it's like a 9-to-5 job a lot of times.
2: You went in at 18. When, when did you go in, Scott? What I page? was, uh, let's see, I did a year of college. I was about 19. I went into the army. Uh, I went off to basic training, which is the kind of the hell of the army where you're being yelled at and uh, right. strenuous activity. After that, I actually came home for a year. So, See? much like much See? like Chris that jokes that cr- around, <laughs> it was frat house shenanigans you know at that point. <laughs> but then I went to my AIT, my advanced individual training, which involved uh, going off to your school that specializes whatever you're going to do in the military. For me, it was working in a clinical lab. That I went off to Fort Sam Houston, Texas, and that was not strict military duty. That was a lot of drinking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, it was. That, was that required, the drinking? Well, yeah. Well, I participated in it every right. chance I could get, but it was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yep. it. It was like being at, at a college. College where you can get killed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could have died of alcohol poisoning on multiple things, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. Then I did my time in my army reserve unit for a bunch of years and I continued that for years until I got Mobilized, so you're brought onto active duty. I did that for Operation Desert Storm. I ended up back at Fort Sam Houston, Texas, which was more drinking and partying. <laughs> and not really being much of a soldier, you would look at us; we were out at the clubs every night. Oh yeah, and heavy alcohol consumption. Uh, so it was a lot of that. So you know, really, my are we country,
1: talking mixers? What I mean, right. Is there is there a standard issue? Do they hand you bottles when you come yeah, in?
2: There? Well, you know, it's uh, Everclear and up. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you go up from that. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, it, it, turpentine, whatever. You right, know. Right, right. I mean, flammable alcohol, substances. Yeah, alcohol, you don't want to pay yeah. for your alcohol in the military. So, I yeah. mean,
1: just so people know if they're thinking about getting into the military, are you talking like the rail drinks or mm-hmm. the, it's a premium? What I mean, what can you expect if you get
2: in the armed forces?
0: Uh, probably, probably the cheapest. Uh, <laughs> right.
2: Mad Dog is a very uh, yeah. Mickey's malt liquor. Was an important <laughs> one to have? Now, Mad Dog, you know, when you drink that stuff, it basically tastes like grape juice. and You really enjoy drinking until about eight hours later where uh, right right you know you're in the fetal position in the bathroom for the next 16 <laughs> hours so it was a right, lot of that right. but but it was a lot of fun it was yeah. I did enjoy those those that my enlisted years uh, of course uh 911 happened and then it got even more serious training and then there was uh, a uh, desert storm and desert shield desert but they're shield. kind of the same shield. mission shield. I
1: think. shocking off were you more yeah. into the shock or the awe? I was more
2: into the being hungover. So that's where I was. Uh, so there was, the shock and awe was just basically the television that we all the watched. The shock right? and awe was right. like
1: the sunlight coming through yeah, the, uh, the like, blinds and, in the morning you know, right? after that night before. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, was, Whoa. You know, waking up
2: pizza boxes around you. you know, like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what the hell? What, what
0: happened? I'm in awe of the pizza we ate, ate last yeah, night. Yeah, we evening. stayed
2: at a hotel, though. Was in it more in like Santa Stripes 20, or right? M.A.S.H. Well, I mean, what, what was... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it sounds a little different over here on Scott's end it's a yeah, it wasn't quite than, as much drinking
1: end. on your end all, you
0: know, they see that was drinking. but but it was i mean we were at an actual i was at a a, a base in, in germany we had you know chemical warfare exercises dressed up
2: in stupid chem gear and, and you yes, know gear mock mop gear or right mission oriented protective posture Now, right. this is like a <clears throat> suit made of charcoal uh-huh Yep. Rubber gloves, rubber boots, and a right. mask. A mask. And you you're can't... supposed to, like, you know, paint the you... piano with this thing. Right. That's <laughs> that's, that's I, was, I was just going to say, I, I decided
0: after, like, my first war exercise, or first mop exercise, that there's no possible way I survive a chemical like that. I am just dead. Just yeah. just don't don't even bother with the gloves. Or, because you you the idea is you put these rubber gloves on, you mm-hmm. put this suit on, you put these fancy boots on that curl mm-hmm. up and look like elf shoes, mm-hmm. and then you get this mask and and this hood. And everything's supposed to be airtight. Right. Right? And then like you say you're supposed to play a piano. Mm-hmm. What we're supposed to do is fix an, a jet and mm-hmm. you know, they're like a jet, not right. a jet, but a jet. Right. Like we're supposed to be up inside the aircraft Doing wiring and all this crazy these big floppy gloves on, you know, it's like, come on. But I, I determined a long time ago that there's no possible way I was going to be airtight with this thing. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be dead.
2: Uh, back in the '90s, when Jim and I were first enlisted, that type of training was very important. Yeah, you, you yep. you'd spend hours in this stuff. I mean, right. you'd, you'd carry it around with you everywhere you went. You yeah. had to have your mask at your side at all times. Right, right. And then you had to be able to put your mask on. What was it, 19 seconds? Is
0: Oh man, I thought it was thirty, but it might have been. Yeah, okay. something, something. It was. It was relative for me. It was like impossibly fast. <laughs> it was like really, when we get this big floppy mask on, then you got to suck into the filter yeah, and make yeah. sure it's airtight and all this stuff.
2: And now, when part of your enlisted ba- basic training involves actually breathing this gas in, oh, see, what's I called never did CS that. gas,
0: right?
1: Did you do that? Oh yes,
2: multiple oh. times.
1: Guys, really, multiple what, times. I mean, is this noxious stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got to breathe it in. I mm-hmm. mean, do you get injured? Do your lungs get injured? You well, well, here's not, right? what you do. I, 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 I had a
2: bright idea when I went through enlisted basic, being told about what's called a gas chamber. So I went into it thinking to myself, okay, you know what I'm going to do? They're going to tell you to take your mask off. And I'm simply going to hold my breath. Right. right. I'm and, sure everybody and thinks And then so. I, you know, I I was, no one's it's, thought of this before. Yeah, no, yeah, right. so, <laughs> right. so, what bunch of idiots? Yeah, yeah I yeah, beat yeah. the system here. <laughs> right, right. I simply this will is, take the yeah, mask yeah. off, yeah. hold my breath, all will be well. I'll put the mask back on right. and I will not have to breathe this stuff in. So I took the mask off. Right. I immediately coughed, completely emptying my lungs <laughs> and sucking in through my mouth <laughs> all of this noxious gas. Well, it it makes you sick. You throw up. It inflames your nasal passages all of your mucosa inside of your throat and you just cough uncontrollably until they let you out and then you recover from it so
1: i remember jim uh you were with me that night we're at that bar it was the day before uh thanksgiving right and it was a crowded bar and some girl thought it'd be funny to discharge her pepper spray yeah and all of a sudden 30 people, myself and you included, yeah. all of a sudden were gasping for air. And you're just, and it was really something how I didn't think I need to get outside. My body just started taking me there. You know, oh, all of yeah. a sudden everybody yeah. just started moving as a unit. Yeah. And everybody's out coughing and whatnot. Pepper spray thing, it works. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I told i told you this classic story. I've told it too many times, but I haven't told it here. Uh, I had a neighbor that gave me some peppers from her garden. And I sliced them up, and I put them in my spaghetti that night. And I went to a bar later with my brother. And at some point, I reach up, and I rub my eye. And almost immediately, I felt like somebody stabbed a fork in my eye. Oof. It was just incredible pain. Ah. Just a, a, not a fork. It felt like a, a glass shard had just gotten in my eye. Right. And so immediately, I run in the bathroom, and I'm looking at my eye. I'm splashing with water, trying to get whatever's in there out. And my brother walked in. And my brother is kind of squeamish, especially about things involving eyes. In fact, we were just talking last night that he's just dying to get Lasix, but he can't get past the part that they're going to mess with his eyes. So anyway, I'm standing in the mirror, you know, washing my eye out. And my brother says, what's going on? What's going on? I said, I don't know. I said, we might have to go to the hospital. And he's just pacing back and forth and he's getting all worked up. So he leaves the bathroom. I'm in there. I'm washing, washing. After about 5, 10 minutes... I get it out of my eye, and I realized what had happened, that it probably had these oils from the pepper on my hands. And so I go out in the bar proper, and there weren't many people there, and the bartender was there. And I I couldn't see my brother. And I said, did you see the guy I came in with? And he said, yeah, he said he went outside. So I go outside, and I'm looking around, and I look over, and here about 10 feet away, He's in the bushes throwing up. <laughs> because the eye? He's throwing up because I talked about my eye, you know, even somebody else's eyes right, make right. him squeamish. Wow. And he was puking his guts out thinking that something was wrong with my eyes. <laughs> wow. So that shows you how sensitive. We used yeah, to take right. to taunt them in the car. <laughs> in the car, you know, we'd be on family trips. We'd get like a piece of cardboard, draw an eye in it, right? Yeah. And then we take a pin and start jabbing, <laughs> start jabbing the cardboard. We like turn around, and he turn around where they like jabbing the thing in the eye, and he's like, "Dad is screaming!" He's like, "Make him stop!" <laughs> would well, you guys, uh, do you uh, you're, you're talking about your eyes. You're getting to the point where you're you are nearsighted.
0: Right. Uh, farsighted, I think. Farsighted means I think, you can see I mean, see I've far. always had, like, really excellent eyesight. And mm-hmm. uh, just in the last couple of years, I noticed when, when things get closer
2: to my eyes now, it's getting blurry and harder to read. I've had pretty good eyesight, like, like Jim. I've had good eyesight my whole life. Only recently have I had eye exams. You know, I'm not used to people sticking stuff into my <laughs> eyes. I'm, yeah, right. I, a little bit like cavities. I didn't even have a cavity until I was in my mid-30s. Wow, so I really? had no idea what wow. it was like to have someone drill into my teeth. I had no idea what tooth pain ever even was until I was in my mid thirties. Wow. You know a specimen. So yeah. Yeah, So uh but back like with teeth, I went to the dentist, mid thirties, about thirty five years old. Dentist is in there with a pick, picks into my tooth and he goes, Yeah, you have a cavity. It's the first one you've ever had. I go, Oh, I know. Well, we're going to have to fill it. I did. I had no idea what he meant. <laughs> when did you start getting acne? Like 40 or something? Or <laughs> right, right, right. This is like the, what's yeah. that, Benjamin Button or something? Are you aging bad? Yeah, yeah, H- Adrian, yeah, yeah no like gray hair it. either, I yeah, see. I That's, will, yeah, will. yeah, this is... Yeah, so the dentist drills my tooth and he's like, well, you know, I don't really need to drill very far. I don't think you really need... Uh, yeah, no cane or anything. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Boy, yeah, do what sure. you got to do. So know. he does. So the dentist then takes the drill. He drills into my tooth. And for the first time in that instant, I felt a pain in my tooth. And I completely jumped out of the chair like what the hell and so then what he's like that? i goes well i only got a little bit more to do i'm like uh, you're uh- through <laughs> <laughs> that's it and, it was, and he, he actually did go in and inject novocaine and he only had a slight amount to do this guy yeah.
1: like it didn't have like a tea time or something yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like yeah you don't need to, you don't need novocaine now. let's just gonna wrap take up. an
2: extra three seconds out of my day here but, uh, same with an eye exam. Never knew what it was like to have an eye exam. Uh, you know, I went to the VA, and they did my, the first eye exam I ever had. They take a blue light, and they stick it actually, what appears to be like on your eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Never had this done. was right. unaware of anything <laughs> right. they, they, in they, my they, eye ever. They
1: say something like, you might feel a little discomfort. <laughs> you know, it feels like they're taking the, your eye out of your yes. head. Yes. No. Uh, go backwards. You know, I asked you if was the military positive or negative experience for You said positive. Mm-hmm. Has American military intervention in Afghanistan, is that overall positive, neutral, or negative?
2: Hmm. Um, I'd say it's positive. Not, I'm, not, I'm hesitating. There, <laughs> the area is fairly corrupt. You know, when I was over there, it was really run by individual factions of militaristic people who are all fighting each other. I think, you know, coming over there gave the government more of a central power, the Kabul government did have increased their power and did use uh, money and resources from the United States to improve the country. However, there still is an incredible amount of corruption over there, so I don't know what that is. Did the
1: average person like American soldiers over there?
2: Um, yes. They loved American health care and things for that. And they oh, were okay. always, you always had a health clinic. They would just be lines down the down the block to get in there and be medically treated. They loved American medicine. Oh. I think their medicine was not existent in any way. Uh, surgery and other things like that over there are, are horribly primitive. And when Americans would come there and set up the humanitarian aid there, they were all for it. So, yeah. Go over to what about
1: this whole Korea
2: thing? Holy cow. What if something yeah. happens there?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, it's it's. Uh, hesitate to get too political, but it's two maniacs
1: yelling at each other, you know. With, yeah, we've had the one for a long time. Yeah, you know, we've had right. the one, you know, the Kim Jong Un. He has the yeah. worst haircut of any leader. Right. Right? Kim Jong Un, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. V- 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 voted by all the
0: other leaders as worst haircut of yes. any leader. You yeah.
1: know, the yeah. thing that I always thought about when his dad died. Yeah. I was not surprised because for years they were calling him King Jung Il. Right, yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, eventually <laughs> he's, he's going to die. I mean, I'll that was no take. surprise. Knocked me over with a feather on that one. <laughs> you know, the other guy that didn't surprise me was the guy at Fox News when he died, Roger Ailes. Yeah, I, th- I mean, he's sick, yeah. you know. He's, they kept <laughs> he saying he's Roger Ailes. Well, well wh- he, he what? does. Yeah. All- <laughs> yeah, it's like they never finished their sentence. Right, right. The poor guy's sick, you know. Don't you have to rub it For in? Now oh, he's dead. I hope they're happy. <laughs> right. you know, that's, way to go. Yeah. Way to go. But, uh, yeah, you got Trump now. He's willing to say stuff just as provocative as, uh, the Korean guy. And yeah. I guess we've tried it every way with, uh, with Korea in terms of, Diplomacy in terms of talking one way, talking another. Who knows whether Trump talking the way he is is going to be helpful or hurtful. Right, right. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Right, right. And right. we're in this, this, uh, where we are right now, it's kind of a bunker. You know, yeah, right. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're underground. We're underground. There's a lot of paddy around us. Right. When we get ready to leave tonight, we might find out what the happened. The three of us yeah. are safe. We are, yeah, we're, we're, we're good.
0: Out. Yeah, we're safe. Yeah. It'll be like blasts
1: from the past. You know, we right. walk out there. <laughs> As far as the North Korea thing, what is their problem with us? Let's just start with that. What's the pro- What's the beef? Sum it up in two sentences. Oh, Scott.
2: Uh, let me think here. Um... Uh,
1: well, <laughs> this <laughs> we, is this is my I point. See, here's... this is my point right now. <laughs> what is their beef? Yeah.
0: We we have toys that they want. Speaking of uh, maniacal
1: leaders, is Putin? Is it Putin or Putin? I I see Putin.
2: Okay. Just is wondered, it Vladimir or Vladimir? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's whole name is uh, pronounced Val. Well. Val, yeah. no, we
0: call him. <laughs> okay, so Putin. Val But, Putin. but I, I don't, you know, I really don't understand. Okay, so he's hacking us and whatever. There's all this leaking, all this data, information, whatever.
2: or they are accused of influencing the election somehow? Yeah, right, you know, right. I mean, they somehow hacked into our system.
1: Right. I saw that. President. I saw an interview with Trump.
2: I'm uh, not with Trump, with Putin.
1: He laughed. He said, "Putin or Putin? Putin." He. <laughs> He, uh, Putin said. He said, "Don't you know that the Americans try and influence every election across the globe?" Uh-huh. So he kind of had a little bit of smirk on his face. When sure, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. but what are the good guys? So it's okay. yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> as yeah, long it, as my interests are met, right, you know, right, that's exactly. Really it like, it uh, is. It is something. You know my my son, who's ten, he's got that notion in his head that you know we're the good guys, and I I do believe we generally are the good guys. But he's got that notion in his head that we can do no wrong, and I remember being ten years old and thinking that. And you get a little older, and you think, okay, maybe there's nuances to this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's true. Say North Korea's news is skewed, and China's news is skewed, and right. all this stuff. Because the, our news is skewed too. You know, I mean, you watch BBC or something like that; just totally different stories. I didn't even know this happened.
1: Actually, one thing that I. Uh, They'll get commentators on the news, and they'll talk about uh these are places that Americans couldn't find on the map. Well, I'm pretty good at maps; I can find them. Yeah. And then they <laughs> then they say, you know, these are places that uh, Americans can't pronounce. Yeah. You know what's wrong? You know, we're, we're you know we're not that bad. But the one that gets me is they say, you know, Americans can't fathom this, or you can't fathom. I'm very good at fathoming. I, I, I'm a pretty good fathomer. I mean, when they start to <laughs> when they start fathoming. to question my fathoming skills, <laughs> that's I start, where I draw the line. That really, I mean. A, you can't f- hell I can. Yeah. I can fathom a lot. I I can fathom with the best of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I, I like to think of myself as a good fathomer.
0: Well, the United States, are they the best fathomers? Yes, exactly. I mean, you think so. Right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. The yeah, nerve. I, I yeah, I take that as a it's a big slight when I hear that. <laughs> Join us
0: next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the riveting conclusion to our interview with Scott Saveco where he elaborates on his failed screenplay.
2: Superman <laughs> walks over to Batman, punches him once as hard as he can in the face, and the movie's over in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, there you go. Exactly. That's, that's, yeah, the, that's the script I've come up with.